You're listening to the Millennials Choice Show, Canada's most trusted podcast on all things real estate, finance, and entrepreneurship. Here's your host, Matthew Ablican. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to part two of this interview. We had to chop it up because we were chopping it up with Jason Diaz, and it went. Is that good? Look at that. That was really good. Am I back in the mix? You're back in it, baby. All right. Okay. This (laughs) This is is off the top, just so everyone knows. This is off the dome. All right. This is part two of our interview. Let's get right into it. I was always wondering, um, we we talk about it off air when we uh, get together almost every day as best friends. Um, (laughs) This guy. This guy. (laughs) Andrew Tate, <laughs> what are oh your thoughts on him? I, I know, I know, he's all for alphas and and all that stuff. And I'm gonna be honest. I don't really have an opinion on Andrew. I don't know much of his content. Like, I don't really, I don't really listen to much of anything. You know, you know, like I, like I know what whatever makes it into the mainstream. Um, but I, I don't, Dude, I don't, I don't know enough about him to have an he's opinion. He's so just, mainstream that mainstream had to kick him out. That's how mainstream he was. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's also like, I, like the the little <laughs> bit that I've heard about him, like he seems to just say some silliness, and I mean, not not that all of it is without merit. Like I think he says some things that I you know what the problem is with him. I think from the little that I've seen, he makes some points that are decent in theory, but the way he communicates his points i think is horrendous the way he goes about it. do you think yeah. it's horrendous or you think it just triggers people on purpose like that's his plan well it could be purposeful yeah. for sure yeah. but um yeah i don't know i think it's the same problem with 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 the other guy that you're not allowed to mention who uh, Trump? Orange, orange man yeah uh oh. you uh he just it's, it's, he's, div- he's divisive <laughs> in the way he speaks that's politics you know, though the, that's but, politics but 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 he's on like steroids with it for sure yeah trump for president no jay oh my goodness don't you even dare <laughs> i um but uh but i feel like the same thing is with andrew tate i think he says a lot of stupid shit and then even in like within the shit he's saying whenever you do have a good little nugget of something he just ends up articulating it in a way that is repulsive to a lot of people yeah he said something that was interesting he said most people will take like a short clip of you know what I say in a much longer interview where there's so much context missing that yeah it comes off that way. But I think that's also his plan to to go viral to you know get people triggered and for sure. And there's 100%. obviously an audience for it because otherwise he wouldn't get the support that he gets right. A hundred percent. But here's here's my issue. Here's an issue that I have with like just the way people promote things today. I find it very rare to see somebody trying to lift something up without putting something else down. Yeah. Right. So, so you can't, in Andrew Tate's case, you can't promote masculinity without degrading women, you know, and same, it's the same thing in the reverse. You can't be a feminist without shitting on men. But I think that's, 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 that's just how it is though. Right. Because everybody has their own views right and beliefs and biases right towards a topic which just naturally just by it being what it is will separate people right because you have different ways of looking at things right i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing right but i feel like a lot of people do um think that is a bad thing if they don't agree with it right but if they do agree with something else then they're okay for it. You know what I mean? That's the thing I don't like, the, the hypocrisy of it, where 
if they if it's not something that kind of jives with them, they kind of see it as, oh, they're tearing this other thing down. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I think hypocrisy is a big a big one for me right now. I think it's it's just it's so widespread. Yeah. And it's so um like people seem oblivious to it. You know, even the people yeah. engaging in it. Like just like yeah. There's dots that aren't connecting, right? It's like we're di- we're divided as as a as a North North America is divided right now more than it's ever been. There's so much polarization of things that it's it's either this side or this. Side. You have to choose a side. Even people who don't want to choose a side have to choose a side now. Um, and so you're getting people who normally, if you disagree with somebody, it's like okay, we could agree to disagree, but still be friends and cordial and have a exactly. conversation. But we can't do that now. And that's what that's I think part of Andrew's message, right? Like a lot of the toxic feminism that does exist out there degrades men and that's that's just they're debunked so easily we're talking about the toxic stuff the the good stuff for feminism equality they should be treated fairly if they're working the same job as a man they should get paid the same of course 100 percent. who wouldn't be for that um but then you talk about what what andrew is saying and so he's not attacking women like that he's said this multiple times he loves women they should be protected all this good stuff um but the the way he says it triggers, in my opinion, the toxic people, the people that don't want to hear that, the people that say, no, a man should not be this way. But it's like, well, he, he makes good points. If somebody breaks into the house in, in the middle of the night, I'm the man, you're going to expect me to, to go and defend our household. That's a valid, that's a valid point. Uh, what else does he say? If, you know, who built the roads? Who, who, how many what's the ratio between men and women that go to prison? It's mostly men that are in jails. Who built the roads? Who built your house? Who built these kinds of things? Who goes to war? He's like, where are all the, the you know, hardcore feminists? You know, are they going to Ukraine right now? Are they going to Russia? Like it's, so he makes some valid points that we can sit back and say, yeah, that's not what, you know, feminism should be about or whatever it's called on the male side of things. But we should acknowledge that, hey, both parties are created equal. Both parties have roles and duties in society, and we should welcome those roles. Like I think, I think um, the ability of a woman to produce, to procreate, is such a beautiful thing. It's a miracle. We can't do that. You know, they could argue and say we can. We can't do that biologically. We cannot do yeah. that. It's it's a it's a female thing. So. Um, that that's my take on it. One hundred percent. Like going. Back I'm to about it. to get canceled because of you guys. What else is bad? One hundred and ten percent. Yeah, you're, you're definitely getting canceled and removed off all platforms. Nope, but no uh, problem. Uh, did you guys hear about what happened with um, that guy that ended up uh, defending himself? In my opinion, shooting those intruders in Milton. In Milton, yeah. Yeah. What, what happened? He got charged with murder. No. He got charged with. I can't remember the degree. I think it was second degree. I can't remember. Do you know, dude? Jay? I do know about this one. I, I don't know again too many details about it because I just stay away because I get irritated with this stuff. But, dude, come on. I I just I don't understand the controversy. I don't understand people who think this is a controversy. Well, yeah, it's dude, in our criminal code. You had an armed intruder <clears throat> in your home where your family is sleeping. That's it. What do you mean? <laughs> but I, I, just, yeah, I just, as a Canadian living in Canada, I would like to know what exactly are the steps that I'm supposed to take. You're am not I supposed, supposed to do to, anything. Am I That's supposed the, to You're supposed to sit let your family to, get raped. My thing is like, am I supposed to, to sit die? the person down and be like, hi, so I just got a couple questions. Uh, do you have any malintent? I know this is a silly question because you've broken into my home armed 
in the middle of the night. But anyway, but like, hey, do you mean to cause me or my family harm? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, Also, I appear to not be able to defend myself unless you shoot me first. first. So can you go ahead and do that so then I can hopefully not die and then protect my family? If you do kill me, then I guess, hey, best of luck to my family. But what are the laws in this country in terms of being able, if you cannot defend yourself against an armed intruder, What's the point of I private don't know. property? What's the point of? But it does like, not make sense yeah, at all. But it's also sense. just none nothing of that. But it's all, like for me, it's just what do you like? I don't understand the concept. Like, what am I supposed to do? Call like, the police? You're not getting here in time no. at all, guys. Like, somebody drove a freaking vehicle through Von Mills Mall. The police station, have being in Vaughn for 23 years, the police station is literally... Five minutes away. No, no, it's not five not minutes five away. Minutes. It's a minute and 15 seconds away. And no, this guy drove to his desired store, right? I saw that. That was Took crazy. Took stuff out of the store and then left from another exit. And you're telling me the security didn't, didn't know about it or whatever. You're telling me that Vaughn Mills doesn't have an alarm system like that <laughs> caught that? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, but like the thing, like with that, so a shop loses who cares some clothing exactly, exactly. no, but like, fine. But my point being is that the response time, the response, the response time threat. for that yeah. should probably be a lot bigger because it's now a, a public security issue versus somebody that that's happening to in their own private home. The response time might be a little bit longer. You think I'm, it should be longer? No, I I don't think it should be longer. I'm saying it would probably be longer oh, probably. in an ideal world. Yeah. Just just even from your distance from the police station to let's say our house or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, I just don't I just don't get it. And then now we're not allowed to defend our family. We have to choose between. Like, I don't get it. Why Why is there even a choice? But that's what I'm saying. Like, like what? I, I, again, this is not even a complacent thing. I would just like to know what steps we are expected to take here. Because obviously you cannot do what he did, yeah. which is shoot the guy first. Because you're going to get taken to court. Because you're going to get arrested. Yeah. So he killed the guy, obviously. Did the, the guy die? The intruder die? And then the other guy. Oh, um, there was multiple intruders. There was multiple. There was two. Yeah, I, I didn't think. look into it too deeply. There I just was, saw the headline. I think there was two. There was one that died on scene and then the other guy got arrested. Oh. Well, but, I, I, I think the homeowner should have like made coffee. Dude, that doesn't out, make sense. Come on, guys. And like, asked him, hey, could you actually, hi, could you please leave? Because like, my, I, my family's actually sleeping and, and honestly, you're causing a ruckus. Guys, I don't care what would, were to happen. If that ever happened in my own house and I did have a firearm, let's say, and I wanted to protect my family, dude, I would absolutely do it in a heartbeat. Wouldn't give it a second thought. And if I had to go to jail for that, man, I would go to jail for that. I honestly. would try to shoot them in the leg, in the knee or something. Yeah, but you can't, like, you're not going to think about doing that when someone's trying to come kill you, bro. Just taking the adrenaline that's going to be pumping through, and you're not going to be thinking, oh, I'm going to shoot to hurt this person. Police don't even do that. The police are not trained to shoot in the leg. They're When they're going to discharge their, their firearm, they're actually, they have to discharge to kill. They don't shoot to wound. Well, I'm not a cop. But no, but that's what I'm saying, though. If the police have that right to shoot back at somebody let's say that should, is a threat right too. why can't we have the right i don't understand yeah. that doesn't make sense if someone could explain it to me and make sense of it i would love that but guys i don't think there is a rational explanation but like let, let me also be very clear like i understand 100 these these people that aren't into firearms and, and don't like these laws cool fine but yeah. this is an in your own home this isn't a firearm issue. Situation. This uh, isn't a firearm issue. To it's me. a safety. One hundred percent. I don't a, think it's a. In my opinion, the way the law should be with with your home is the way it is in some states. 
the moment you step foot on my property, I have a right to do to you whatever Standard I want to do. Because if you're trespassing and you're now a threat, I can perceive you as a threat. That's I have the right to defend myself. Right. I, I, I think seen, another thing yeah. that people um, underestimate or, or don't put enough thought into when it comes to these kind of situations, these home invasion situations. Dude, have you ever been woken up out of a deep sleep? 100%. I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do? You're going to get up, get your firearm. Go That's do what I'm saying. Like, I don't know I what. Know. If you wake me up out of a deep sleep, I don't know what day it is. Yeah. But yet you want me to be alert enough to like assess the situation. No, super like, dude, yeah, it's you're, wrong. you're, you're not in someone's home in the middle of the night. Armed. What do you think they're gonna do? Like, that's come the, on, you're not that's there the definition to tuck of me the in. law. Like, that's the definition of the law causing us to break the law. That's that's one of those situations where, when we infringe on the law, it's the law itself that's infringing on our rights. Yeah, and I think it's it, causing us to break it. I think it also creates a really <clears throat> unfortunate and unfair mental space for the homeowners. Which again, assuming you have a family that lives in that house, like if I am the, the the if I am living in that house and I have to get awoken in the middle of the night to go deal with this thing, now all of a sudden I'm second guessing. This is literally a life and death situation, yeah. and I'm second guessing my actions because if you're allowed to do it. Or am I allowed to protect myself yeah. in this situation? I just don't. I don't like doesn't make sense the uh, the position it puts. I feel like the law is designed to protect. The criminal and the intruder versus the homeowner and the family. Which doesn't make sense, guys. I saw a video the other day. It was on uh, Instagram. And I think this guy was in Texas or something. And four people were trying to break into this person's house. And he shot him. No, the lady, (laughs) the lady that was fronting to be like some homeless person that needed help or something. It was like, it was all on camera. It was like three in the morning. It was really late. And she was knocking on his door. And he saw through the camera the four guys or girls, we don't know, they're all covered in black, hiding behind the car, like ready for them to like break in as soon as he opens the door for this person because that's what they do uh, to trick people to letting them in. And right away, this guy without hesitation pulls out a 12-gauge shotgun and points it at her and says, I have a, but through the door though, he didn't open the door. And he said, I have a gun aimed at you right now. If you don't, if you guys all don't get off my property right now, I'm shooting you all. And dude, they ran. And he ended up, I think, shoot, like, like shooting a shot off. And they ran. They bolted. You see the four people running and the lady running. And I'm like, that's what you need. That's what you need to defend yourself. Because what would those people do? Dude, there's like five people. They're going to kill your family. Yeah, it's desperate times for a lot of people, man. But it's messed up. It's uh, it's very messed and, up. And, and I will say, like, we are so different from the States, right? Like, Canada, so Canada is so different from, from America. And... Um, like again, I, I'm not well versed in the American laws, and I mean to be honest, I'm not even well versed in the Canadian laws. But <laughs> but, uh, but I do know. It's but the, I, I think I think that is an issue. This case, this specific case, highlights the issue where it's like right. like I understand. I understand. I'm not advocating for shooting people. No, no. You know, like by any means, self defense. But what I am saying is, I shouldn't. The homeowner or the victim should not be in a position where they're made to second guess their actions. Yeah in what is potentially a life and death situation. Because I love these people that are always like, oh, well, do you see how that played out? That person just left. I was like, you don't okay, know what's Monday happen. morning quarterback. Yeah, sure, <laughs> that's fine. But like, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. That example ended fine with nobody getting shot and the person just left. But how many do not? 
And like, are you gonna take the risk with your kids and your wife in at home yeah. or or whatever is at home? We have like, a we have a good we have a good system here. Like, especially with people who uh, want to get a firearm, it's not easy. It's super uh, difficult because you have to go through the RCMP and go through so many different channels. Why are you, gotta, you making you gotta, that face? Because I just want to say very quickly, yeah. I think this is a huge misconception, and I think. Uh, the the gun laws in Canada versus the states. Oh no, they are not. No, comparable. no, no. That, that's what I was. I was. They are to. not comparable. Yeah. And the thing is, I think because a lot of times Canada has knee jerk reactions to things that happen in, in the, the states, states, especially when it comes to gun violence. Um, people Canadians blend the two, and it's like, oh, this is the same thing. It's really. It's, it's not very different. Thing. It's not Black the same like, thing. Like, it's very difficult to get a firearm in Canada, and it's <laughs> very difficult to keep that firearm in Canada unless yeah. things are done by the book. Number, like it's it's yeah. very different. N number one, you can't walk into a Walmart or whatever and, and just buy one that same day and, and you're just, you know, 18 years old. Yeah, dude. It doesn't, all, it doesn't work that way. With like, all the love and respect <clears throat> in the world for my Americans. They got that it one wrong. It confuses me. Yeah. Dude. Like I understand the second amendment. Sure. But like, there should be some more due diligence done. No, 100%. Put some, put some restrictions sure. on it. Like we have, if you could put some restrictions on it, like we have, now they have other things like conceal and carry and whatever. But here's the thing. I've spoken to a lot of people there and they feel safer because a lot of it, it deters criminals. Think because criminals think, man, this person might have a gun on them. And if I do something, I, I'm risking my life and they're allowed to use it. It deters criminals. So I think we have a I think we have a better system in terms of how the government gauges who's buying a firearm, how to get it. You have to take a course. You have to go through RCMP. There's background checks, takes weeks, all this whole process. And then you're restricted as to what you could buy, which I think is good. There should be some restrictions in place. Um, but then like more than that, like, I mean, then what's the point of even allowing your citizens to buy the guns if you're not enabling them to use them? Like, what's the point of they can't defend themselves with it. They could go to a shooting range and, and potentially use it. Now you can't even do that with everything. And what's the what's the point of having it? And I think that's where they're leading to. Yeah. They want to get rid of it completely, well, I which think I think is wrong. In terms of devil's advocate here, I think hunting is where they're trying to go. It's like you can have hunting firearms, you can go hunt, but anything other than that, I think they're trying to get rid of. Which again, like that's not my thing anyway. So but yeah, the these the self defense laws in Canada need to be looked at. They don't make yeah. sense at all. But uh, going back, like to what you're saying about the states, guys. I've seen videos of I don't know. Some guy was like, um, for some reason, breaking into like an elderly home. I don't know why he was like in an elderly home and he starts shooting people. It's probably like, the uh, the Aqua Fitness classes. Yeah, <laughs> that was pissing him off. And uh, I this, also didn't hear the end of that story. It ended and, with shooting people, and, so I made a very inappropriate joke. No, no, it's all good. And this I'm guy, you, for some reason, this guy for some reason started like <laughs> shooting up the place. And guys, one of the like residents there was an older gentleman. And strapped. had a gun. Strapped. He was strapped. And guess what? He started shooting back at the guy and he shot the guy. And I was happy to save see that. Lives. I'm like, and I'm like, damn, this guy actually saved people's lives because this other person I clearly. Think I think teachers should have the opportunity to have access to a firearm in case an intruder comes yeah. into the school. If 100%. They want to, well, why not? I think teachers should yeah. have it. I think, I think one of the, again, this is from afar. I'm not American. I don't know what the day to day is like over there, you know, but I just think the access. Not so much even to the person that buys the gun, 
but like the at-home storage is because in Canada there's there's storage laws, yeah, right? Like sure. you have to have it in your safe. It has to be separate from the ammunition. That's like, which yeah. makes sense. You know what I'm saying? There's and a I trigger just, lock. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and I just feel yeah. like in again from what I hear, and I could be very wrong, and if I am, I apologize. But um, that doesn't exist in the states, right? So you can hide your gun under your pillow where your kid can go find it, and then all of a sudden your 12 year old has a gun now. And that's happened so you know, many and that, times. And that is and like that's yeah, a problem so that I times. don't think you can just be like, no, oh, that doesn't exist. It, it absolutely does exist. Yeah. That's how these kids that go into these schools and and do these horrific shootings. That's how you get these guns. Yeah, for right. Sure. And it's like it's just it's too easy. I think it's too it's blase yeah, guns in the states. I think, but it has to be. I think a, a medium between what we have right now and what the states have. Definitely. Yeah. I think there's a happy medium in between of how to do the you know, problem proper, with the states when yeah. you talk about because you can talk about policy all you want but actually making policy changes it's so tough because it's a right in the states you know it's a second amendment it's your right to carry that's why it's so tricky because like they like right at the right out the gate they put that wording in there now that's such a hard thing to overturn for i know it's it's fantastic that these guys have you know the constitution Mm -hmm. and we have the charter but it seems like our charter rights are not being infringed on every day. Yeah. Well, look what happened with the truckers, right? Uh, but did you guys hear recently about how the our GTAA, the something airport association, is is limiting flights during March break and during our summer season coming up? No, I didn't hear limiting about that. flights out of Pearson. Just in general, like arrival yeah. departure doesn't matter. Just limiting the amount of rights. But why? Well, because traffic. The, because the airport has been a nightmare since COVID. Here's the thing, though. Pearson, any Pearson. Here's the thing, though. We've traveled, yeah. and you know, if you're not sticking with one particular company that rhymes with "run thing," <laughs> Sunday, that wasn't even called. Cool. Well, dude, you that was a brain exercise. It. I was like, run, run, thing. run thing. Come on, it was good. Fun thing. But wow, thing. you're killing. Keep going. Point more. is, one more. Point is, we 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 traveled in January, and the airport was fine, but one particular airline had a lineup that was just going all around the airport and it was that was really bad sarah's parents actually today were supposed to come back their flight just got delayed while they were at the airport they said go back to the they said go back to the resort they're like tomorrow we'll get you another flight dude this is my thing when has traveling ever been this bad now i understand we just went through covid cool but like these issues don't seem to be COVID oh, related. They, fi- they fired no, all. No. They fired all the uh, persons who de- decided that it wasn't their. Is that what it was? Like, are they just short staffed? Not to take something. I think they're short staffed. When, when did I this happen? So. But when that, did this that's happen? what I'm saying. Like, dude, I've never heard of so many it's, can- yeah. flight cancellations. It depends on the airline, though. That's why. It no, no, I, I understand. But yeah. but like historically, dude, you don't see this yeah, many no. cancellations. This many, like, What's and also, I just don't understand. Like the the. Like the easiness which with, with which we're like, oh, well, you know, you got delayed. Stay an extra day or two. Hey, man, Dude, that's not how this works. That's annoying. People have the booked greater, off work. greater Toronto yeah. airport. Like, I got to get back to work on for Monday. Real. What do you mean stick around another two and days? It's like, easier said than done to be in an air, airport for 24 hours, you know? Yeah, like yeah it's, the greater it's Toronto airports um, authority, they have I've limited flights during peak hours life. ahead of March break and summer travel season well, to limit flights. But you know what that's going to do, right? It's just going to increase the prices of flights. And it's a hard limit on the number of flights allowed to see. They said it's a hard limit. So flights are going to be more expensive now, just like everything else. Uh, if you want to travel, it's going to be uh, even bigger luxury than it was before, 
right? And all these guys are just going to get away with it and make even more money, right? Yeah, I find there's there's very little, if any, accountability for these airlines, huh? Like, it's how are they going to? How, how is the government going to hold them accountable, man? Like, there's only so much the government can do. Right? Well, I think I think it's the opposite. I think it's the government just saying you're going to do this. Oh, we're going to lose billions. We're going to lose this. Don't worry, we'll pay you. I bet you there's handouts going all around, hundred percent. Yeah, I think so too. Hundred percent, because Pearson's one of the biggest international airports around the world. You're limiting flights. That's what stupid. message are you send? What message are you sending to people around the world to the international community? Foreign buyers are banned in Canada. Flights are limited. There's this, you know, truckers protest that happened. You're you're sending a message of instability. Meanwhile, I feel like there's these all all of us have been living our lives as normal as possible. And I don't know. I feel like there's this wrong image being projected of Canadians around the world. Yeah, definitely. In my opinion. Yeah. I hear there's like a big mass exodus of Canadians. You hear them like we're all fleeing into the States. I heard the opposite. I heard 700,000 people. I heard people were leaving the States to come to Canada, to come to Canada. And then they left again. Cause I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I've heard that as well. (laughs) And the second part of that doesn't surprise me at all. It's cool as shit over here. That happened. That happened. They said when Trump became president, a lot of them left to come here. I was talking about recently, like I heard. I don't know about I don't know, I don't know about recently, but it's a, it's a mess what's going on in North America right now. And I think we live in the best country in the world, in my opinion. It's certainly up there. It is certainly up there. Like, yeah. I'm going to leave that. Matt for prime minister? Not at all. No <laughs> chance. Are you kidding me? Did you hear half Wait. this interview? Like, <laughs> this guy's not going to no get through chance. one interview. <laughs> no chance. No, but uh, what do you guys think of uh, Chris Guy for Toronto Mayor? Yeah, I saw that. Is he serious about that? I don't know. I think he is. Yeah. I don't know. I know Chris. I know Chris. We could call Chris right now. You guys best friends? I wouldn't say that Jason and I, but like I'm not. I was was going to say, be careful. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I don't know. I think he's just like, whatever he's doing is, is he's doing, like he's doing well at that. Like he's raising awareness for things. I just don't know if that translates into public office. What were you guys, uh, what'd you guys think about what happened with uh, Mayor Tory? Tory? I just, is anyone ever surprised like when a politician gets caught for a scandal? I don't, like, I don't understand. understand. At the end of the day, he was, too a, easy. he was a great, he was a great, uh, mirror, uh, mayor. And uh, he was a great <laughs> mayor. <laughs> I was looking at something Carson just showed me. He was a great, uh, mayor, but at the same time, like, have we not seen way more serious offenses done <laughs> at higher levels of office recently? That is, that person is still in power like the and we're thing. allowing it like the guy had an affair okay that's a private matter bro like it's a private matter and the things they choose to act on in politics like the things that are like oh we have to resign for this that's versus why, what they don't it's like what that's I'm, why I'm, I'm, he, I feel like he happens more, to be a conservative conservative you know. mayor hmm. um but but that i think that goes both ways like there's so many things that happen that are just ignored yeah like, like come on and like, then they're really? like oh this and don't get me wrong definitely don't gotta have an affair but like i don't see what that has to do with the with the job boys, i mean granted boy something I, I some, it, something happened he, they came up to him get in front of this or we're gonna leak it I mean, and it was in office too. And you're gonna, yeah, you're going to be forced to leave anyway. Do it on your own terms. 100%. You know? I mean, but but again, in fairness, it's not just a regular affair. It's an in-office affair yeah. as well, right? So it gets a little trickier. Double slap on the wrist there. You know? 
Yeah. Now you got to resign as mayor. Do you see the picture that they posted of him? They're like, this happened during COVID. This was what he looked like. And his hair was so yeah. long. Bro, right? <laughs> and the water is blowing in the wind. Yeah, yeah they just They're make like, people who's this, so dirty. Who's with this chick who did that? Oh I saw I you dirty, dirty. <laughs> I saw so many posts of people just like, People's comments saying like, wow, Toronto man's out here just trying to like get girls and Mayor Tori's just like out here looking like this. I didn't see that. I saw those hilarious. But, but, but you know, uh, on a serious note, like, you know, we've, we've had conversations with the mayor of Vaughn. Like he stepped down voluntarily. No one could touch him and Vaughn as mayor. Um, and he stepped down in October, like, like 2022. Like what's this? This is all kind of happening at once. Is there, going on? Is there some sort of connection or no? Oh, you don't know why he stepped down? I didn't even hear that he stepped down. No, that he he uh, he resigned officially because he it just his time he felt his time was up. He served Juan. Yeah. He did a great job, phenomenal job. Um, I think he served public office. They're saying like thirty years. Yeah, total. he's you know it's a long time. Maybe he wants to do something else, right, with his time. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think that stuff, public matter, like <clears throat> private matter, you know, like similar to the whole without giving specific Dana White, his wife, like. That, that that should not infringe on his ability to run a company or run a city. Like, what do you mean? He was trying to see if he could be a contestant on his own. <laughs> wow. This guy. Wow. No, Sorry. No. Coincidence wow. that Coincidence? the league was starting up the next day? No. I think not. The Dana but. White situation is unfortunate, man, because, yeah. you know, don't do that. Yeah, no, don't for do sure. That, bro. You know, and then it's, but my problem with Dana White, and this is like a long essay, kind of problem but like dude you can't he took again the hypocrisy you can't come out and be like oh if my fighters smack women that's it they're done i think that was the biggest problem and then he's like happened. oh i smacked one yeah you know what it's really not that big of a deal because i'm dana white and the ufc needs me so moving on but his wife did slap him first does that change anything what do you think no i don't think so no i don't think you should be smacking your wife no but especially like period yeah i was gonna say especially in public it doesn't make a difference but I feel like they made a big deal out of it just because it's who he is. It's who he is. You know what they I mean? A big deal out of what? Sorry. Of what happened, right? Because yeah, but I mean that's you know that's the other that's the other side that comes with being in the public eye. It's not yeah. just you broke box office records. It's also you know. Well, the converse. Yeah. This is what pisses me off. The only thing that pisses me off uh, just about these situations in general is like it's so one sided. Oh, Dana White did this. It's yeah. like okay fine but the conversation should be about you know if couples are going through something getting them the help they need because clearly exactly. she was angry and she assaulted him first and they're they're a couple like they're a married couple they have kids whatever let them <clears throat> deal with it but if they need help they need help like that's normal they need someone to talk to they could confide in trust in their public figures they need help but i only saw the stuff that was being put out there like dana white did this yeah. and it's like wait a second you guys have been arguing for years of equality and, and I've heard some uh, hardcore talk. I'll call them toxic feminists. Like that's something I just thought like thought of calling them. It's they said, I've watched them say we would put a, a woman boxer in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Like that was on, on Pierce Morgan. I remember right? that. Yeah, it's like, that no, like guys, come on, smarten up a little bit. Right. That, that doesn't, doesn't that doesn't make, you could, you could. And, and, and I'm pretty sure that would be, of the fastest knockout we've seen Mayweather pull off, but it's you know it doesn't make sense like that. Like that's not how, but that's not that's what, not how equality works. But that, the reason why they don't go about it that way 
it's because they don't it's not what sells. No, obviously. I get no, I get it. It's the Trojan but, horse, but what yeah. I'm saying is like now that that incident happened, right? And now you're gonna completely shit on Dana White when it's like the wife we we weren't there, we don't know what happened before the the, the clip, but the wife was the one who threw her hands first. Isn't Dana White equally a victim? Like if, that's yeah. how I see that. Yeah. I don't know. Like it called me crazy. I don't know. No, for sure. If you if they have that perspective of the quality and whatnot, you know. Obviously, you know. I don't ever like recommend anybody hit anybody. You know what I mean. But in that situation, yeah. Like I get what you're saying. Where if it's a quality, why is it so bad when he hits her, but it's not as bad as when she hits him? Yeah, like right? the guy's a victim. That's too. That's, that's that's very all. hypocritical. He yeah, is a that's one hundred percent. But at the same time, he is a guy, right? I'm sure he could probably take it better than. You know, she could take it if he were to hit her back. But also, here's like a problem that I have with this too. It's like, I just don't understand people's sense of entitlement to an opinion is crazy to me. Because in this specific situation, his wife came out and said, hey guys, not a great incident. It's a marital thing. We're talking about it. We're good. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, like, move on. Yeah, but the person that was directly involved was the one that's like, hey, guys, this is not a reflection of our marriage. This is not a common thing. This was an anomaly. Not making excuses for it or saying that it's right. But, you know, this is the person directly. This is the lady that was smacked, you know, and she's like, we're dealing with it in-house. It's a marriage thing. Leave us alone. Which, which I respect. I agree with. Which yeah, I respect. Exactly. Absolutely. And because again, like you said, not for a moment am I justifying hitting women. But again, that was that was a back and forth thing. Yeah. That's right? Crazy. It's like that. And, and then she came out. She said, listen, I understand. This is not good. But this is between us. It's an anomaly. Again, this isn't a regular occurrence. He's not at home practicing power slap on me. <laughs> you know, it's like this is, this is, you know, so... And then, but peop, the outside's inability to let it go is so interesting to me. And that's what it's I'm saying crazy. about the, the whole mayor situation. Like, again, that's, the, yeah, I guess the only issue is because that happened in office is a little bit different. Right. Yeah. Like, and would, it, would think, it be fair to fire that person and not fire the mayor? Like, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a little bit more stickier yeah. situation there. So what are you working on next? Can you give us some sort of exclusives here? Unfortunately, I cannot. I'm at this. Okay, I'll I, just tell everybody what you told me. <laughs> oh, <perfect. laughs> um, no, we got some things on the go right now, but nothing is uh, official. So as of right now, no. I've been ripping Hogwarts Legacies. That's what I've been doing. Dude, that game looks so freaking fire. I've been I wanting to pick it am up. the best wizard in the world. No way. Grown yeah. men playing video games, though. Hey, are you a wizard? No. You sound pretty jealous to me. He too. sounds very jealous. You sound too. pretty jealous to me. You don't look like you could handle a wand at all. At all. Bro, I'll take that as the greatest compliment you've ever given me. <laughs> that I cannot handle a wand. I'd Thank touch, you. This guy. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, no, my uh, my acting career has has become Hogwarts Legacies, bro. That's I'm just a wizard now. That's all I do. Listen, bro, you gotta just keep putting yourself out there. I do. I go to Hogsmeade all the time. I was just going to say, it's probably putting you into character. Dude, right? I collect all the chests. All the chests and stuff. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what this is. What this is. I mean, know it's Harry Potter. Harry Potter, dude. <laughs> Come on. This guy. So Stop un- living under a rock, So man. uncultured, this guy. So uncultured. Witchcraft has infiltrated our societies, people. <laughs> this guy said witchcraft. That's what it is. I miss the good old days where my grade five teacher said, 
there's a controversy about allowing the Harry Potter books in our libraries, and they were banned. No, back then, were they? Didn't wasn't there something? I, I don't know. Which, I like those days. I don't know which country. It's probably this one that changed the title to like the first Harry Potter book the because movie. I believe the original, like the OG title, was the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, and then and there they, was the Philosopher's they, Stone. They changed it to yeah, the Philosopher's yeah. oh, wow. Stone. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna lie. Harry Potter was one of those things where because <clears throat> our family was like, "You're not watching it. It's <laughs> it's it's witchcraft sorcery." That I made it made me want to watch, and then I watched it, and I'm like, "Wow." I feel like such a loser for watching this stuff. How old were you when you watched it? Oh, I don't know. I was in high school. Well, you're a loser for not liking it. I'm sorry to say. I was just going to say, I like the, I like the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Harry Potter's I'm dope, just, bro. I'm just a goof for not finishing the series, man. I love the reading? With, no, no. Or uh, the watching. movies. Oh, yeah. I'm not a real fan. I, don't, I didn't read the books. So I'm sorry. You read the books? <laughs> no. I was gonna say There's when I when I was younger, I put in a serious effort. I read like two chapters of the fourth book, I believe. But bro, that book was like this big, bro. Yeah. They're like this. Come on, dude. That book was like this big. I was <laughs> like, what is this? No way. No, but the movies were good. The movies were sick. Wow. Also, the best part about the movies yeah, is I, I don't have to right read here, the books. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm trying to rewatch those movies. I'm done. I could. <laughs> Show's over. You guys want to continue this bromance? Yeah, you know what? about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jason, there you go. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. This was great, though. This was great. We're we're in over an hour. Wait, hang on. You were talking about some freak out before we got on. What freak, freak out? out? Something on on a set. Mm. I wanted to ask you. I saw a video. I don't know if it was real, but I saw a video on Instagram. Matt Damon was like snapping on. I think he was the director <laughs> of the movie. He was snapping on an actor, but I don't remember like what exactly he was saying. Oh. The guy couldn't remember his lines. That's how I remember oh, Okay. The guy couldn't remember his lines. And Matt Damon was snapping. He was like, how don't you remember your lines? You call yourself a professional. So I was going to ask. I want to ask you. Thanks for bringing it up. Have you ever seen anything like that happen? Or like heard of anything like that happen? Or? Yeah. No way. So many times. No, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they real. snap? Uh, oh, snapping, no. Like, I've never seen the snapping. No? I've seen people who show up unprepared. People who show up with just dripping in entitlement and, wow. and all that stuff but no i've never seen i've never seen a freak out on set not a freak out no 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 okay um what about like anything where someone forgot the lines and they just kept forgetting the lines oh yeah i mean but that that <laughs> like is like just non-stop like to a point to a point where it's like come on dude like they just reread the script like the yeah lines yeah were. there is um that's a lot more common than i would like to admit like there's okay. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of unprofessionalism on sets because you do cuts right like for scenes you right? do takes like, you, you do, do takes yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah 100% you, you do takes because like you're not going to be able to memorize the whole obviously script yeah no once. no and you only shoot certain like specific scenes each day so oh, you're, okay. like you're not shooting the whole thing so like, you have a break and you can yeah, yeah. go read the other like lines. you know in advance for example I know in advance what I'll be shooting tomorrow right okay. so I prioritize those pages that makes sense yeah um, but you see it all the time people that just show up and unfortunately, you see it at multiple levels of the game. Like, it's not only leads or anything like that, but it's just people that show up and they're like, well, I am i don't know my lines. So what do you mean you don't know your lines? It's probably annoying for like, other people, It's right? annoying for everyone. Because you're just like it's waiting annoying. for them now. It's annoying for everyone because if I'm in the scene with you, we can't do this scene because you don't know your lines. So yours gets delayed. You know, it's not even that mine gets delayed. It's just mine gets, uh, you're always in control of your own performance, but like, if I give you a line 
and then you're supposed to respond, but you don't know your lines. So now I got to sit here for 20 seconds. Yeah. While you think of your line, it throws you off. Right? It just throws off the entire flow, like the flow of it. the entire yeah, flow of the sense. scene, and you don't really notice if you're the viewer because edit the editors are great at what they do and they piece it together and it looks fine. Which leads to another problem of mine, which is this weird. Um, it's a weird, like, false narrative that your that you have to perpetuate. Like you have to continue to build this false narrative on someone, right? So let's say I'm working with Matt and Matt is unprofessional. Matt doesn't know his lines. Matt's entitled. He gets the set. He has an attitude. Nobody likes working with Matt. Yep. We know that. But when I have to go on a promotional tour or something, oh, shoot. the audience doesn't know that. Got it. Right? That's so why now, I paid the big bucks. So now I, gotta, <laughs> so now I gotta sit there and be like, oh, what's it like working with Matt? <gasps> Oh, Matt's great. I love working with Matt. He's such a funny guy. Oh, like, what am I hearing in my ears? Is that a like we're in the hood? Dude, is that a fire alarm? (laughs) No, it was a fire truck. Oh, a fire truck. (laughs) I'm like, I hear something in my ears. It was loud. I'm like, let's go. It was pretty sharp. We Um, we are in a prime area in Vaughn, you guys. But yeah, that's something that's something that genuinely, like recently, has started to bother me because I just feel like you want to talk shit about certain people. It's not that. It's not that you, you want to talk. You can certainly do that right here. Perfect. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, it, it's not. It's not at all about talking shit. It's just I don't want to. It also depends on the genre you're in. I think right. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in a genre that the target audience is young kids, I don't like. Whether this is you or not, the reality is it is a thing that people look up to, certain actors or certain whatever, and they get inspired by by people. And it doesn't sit right with me that certain kids or certain kids, that kids are looking up or potentially looking up to this individual being like, I want to be like that person. Yeah. And that person's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, and I got to sit there and be like, no, you don't want to be like that person. That's tough, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? That's and it's so like, tough. And it's like, it's finding that, <clears throat> that balance of being a professional and doing my obligations in promotion, for example, because the reality is it's, it would be unprofessional of me to do an interview and be like, oh, Matt? No, Matt sucks. So that's the, that's now the person that represents my show. But I can't go out yeah. there and be like, oh, don't support this guy. Well, if you don't support this guy, he doesn't support the show. And now, like, maybe but, when you're Maybe when you're like retired, you can just write a book about how terrible it was to work with these people. Well, well you have guys. <laughs> like, actually, Ben, uh, ben Affleck. Um, Brad Pitt just came out and said something about this. Apparently, he has like a, a blacklist of actors that he won't work with. Oh, so no there way. You go. Yeah, he has like a blacklist. So it is like a thing, right? Yeah, it's a thing at every level. At every, and, and to be honest, the, the more famous you become, the worse you tend to be. Obviously, there's exceptions, but. You for sure call the shots, right? Like when you're someone at like their level, right? You're just pretty much telling everybody what to do. I don't, I don't know. I'm not at Brad Pitt's level, but very close, very close. Very close. But like, Come on. Just shy. But. Um, <laughs> I would imagine they have, they hold some sort of of pull. Yeah. Because you're the face of whatever that project is. Makes sense. And you're a big face. Like, you know, you're, Brad yeah. Pitt. I keep wanting to say Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. See yeah. how you got it in my <laughs> <Sorry>. head. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's something that that's man. something that I've noticed <laughs> recently. That like it's it's a fine line that I'm learning how to balance. Yeah. Because 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 you have people like Carson. No offense. Who <laughs> off air when you mentioned the Matt Damon thing. And he's like, Matt Damon's such a good guy. Remember Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> Bro, that's, that's, that's a movie. No, but that's a perfect example. But that's a perfect but that's example. A perfect example yeah. Because, uh, like, obviously, Carson, joking, but like. No, he was dead serious, no, guys. But I'm <laughs> saying guys, these I young guys. was dying of laughter. He was dead serious. He's like, Goodwill Hunting. I'm like, 
What? That's hilarious. Like, yeah, no, serious? but the thing is, like, like I said, with these younger kids, with these more impressionable, with the more impressionable audience, it's like that's exactly right, right? They see the person on the show, and they're like, "Oh, that's that it. person." It's like, no, yeah. that's not the person. Though I swear, something I could be wrong right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but um, this kind of happened in like the Marvel universe. Don't like the actors, not like the um, actress that plays what's her name, uh, Miss Marvel. No. Isn't that a thing? Is it, is Brie that, Larson. Is that why yeah. they were Brie yeah. Larson? But I also don't know any if that's true. I at all. swear, I think that's like, a well, thing. But tell but me, give not. me context. Was it because she's a bad Off, person? No, I think Offset. I think she's really. Um, again, I don't know if this is real, so don't quote me on this. But I heard like she's really like, um, I think touchy touchy with other like actors and actresses and stuff, something like that. What do you mean Some, touchy touchy? Something about like, like she's touchy, too touchy? like. Okay, like I don't know you like that. Like you're you're coming too close within my space, kind of thing. I that's what I heard. But I, don't I know, know if I know people like that here in the office and stuff. No, I know, but I imagine if <laughs> that you're doesn't a, bother me. No, but I you know, sounds like you should report. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you should definitely report someone. But no, it sounds like, like that would kinda, okay. Okay, I'm the guy. <laughs> I, dude, like, dude, I imagine that could be like pretty annoying because you're trying to do this. You're trying to. You're on the set. You're trying to do your job right and be f- professional about it, but. There's only so much you can kind of do or say, right, to somebody and just kind of be like piss off or a hundred percent. And it's also you have to wait. I don't know anything about the Brie Larson stuff. Yeah, but um, again, it's a fine line because it's like, can I say something to you? Sure, but I'm smart enough to know that with your personality, I'm going to say something to you, and you're going to go sulk in the corner for two hours. Now we're delayed. Have you ever had anything like that where you with really, me, no. where you really want to say something to somebody, and you're just kind of like, oh, where I've really wanted to absolutely. Yeah, you bit your tongue, absolutely. You didn't, you no, didn't go off no, on no, them. No, 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 of course not. But, um, yeah. but, but that's what you have to consider, right? It's like, can you technically say something? Sure, it shouldn't be your job to say something. Yeah. The, I guess the, the directors the higher, and the, the people stuff. in charge of the set yeah. is who should be saying something. Um, I think the actors should all just stand on the X and say the words. But um, yeah, because that because that is a reality, right? Like I say something to you, I upset you. Now all of a sudden you take off. You're upset. Or and she, and upset people got to go calm you down before they bring you back to yeah. act. And yeah. then it's a whole thing. It's a conflict. Um, so yeah, so a lot of the time, like there's a lot of enabling in the industry. That's interesting. And, and, and the reason for that, like, I don't agree with any of them and I'm not defending them, but it is, uh, you got to keep it moving. Right. Like, and, and that's, and that's why a lot of the enabling happens. It's, it's not because the higher ups aren't frustrated with it or whatever. It's just because we got to, we got to go, keep go, this go. going. Yeah. Like right? this, yeah, like this yeah. is expensive. We got to keep this moving. And sense. if, if, if they walk off for two hours, like we can't afford Literally, because if something were to happen, let's say you said something, maybe rightfully so, and that happened, let's say that person had to walk off for whatever reason, then wouldn't those the, the people on set wouldn't they kind of get pissed at you too and be like, why didn't you kind of just maintain your? I would imagine, yeah, yeah right. I, feel I would, like they'd, I would they'd also even, feel some type of way because right? even if you're in the even if you're in the, in right, the right per se, yeah. it, you're this is work and you're still. It's not show friends; it's show business. There's you know? a so there's a better sense. there's a better way to go about it. One hundred percent. And also, I've kind of fallen into a place where I kind of just trust that, or I'm trying to trust that if you just do things the way you're supposed to do them, just trust the process. And you know what I mean? It's like that makes sense. You know, like I like. I mean, who knows? Maybe somebody I've worked with will contradict this, but I don't think so. I'm pretty easy to work with, dude. Like I just like I said, I just love being on set. So just give me my my pages let me walk on set and i'll be fine yeah. i'll always be prepped i'll always be in a positive mood that's sick 
Because I think at the end of the day too, I recognize the privilege of being able to do this for a living, yeah. right? Like to be able to play make-believe and get paid money. That's awesome. It's ridiculous. It's like Harry Potter. Hey. <laughs> what I do Damn, is pretty cool, a, but it's not, it's not like Harry Potter, okay? What do you I mean? Wish you get to be a cool. wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, bro. Um, this guy wish, bro. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, so. That's sick, man. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Because that thing too, I think it's also important, and I was talking to Kim about this. Oh, I was about to drop some very undroppable information. Just drop there. it. No, 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 I cannot. Drop well, you know it, this. come on, dude. No, oh, I know no, it. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Fine. But I was talking to Kim about this, and I was like, <laughs> man, I think it's so important for, um, for people to, in this industry, people in, in this space, I've noticed, and again, this, there's exceptions to every rule, but I've noticed that for the most part, anybody that I have seen conduct themselves in non-ideal ways is always, again, exceptions, but it's always people that have been lifetime in this industry. Okay. Right? Like child actors, you've been in the industry your whole life. This is real life to you. Right. Right? It's like, and, and, and again, obviously there's people that have worked in the industry their whole lives and they're great. But for me, like I, before I ever even got into this, I had a very real, very unenjoyable job. Like I used to work nights in the cold, kind of sound like a prostitute right now. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I used to deliver bread through the nights, uh, in the freezing cold in Toronto. And it's like, dude, and and that was my reality for many years. And now all of a sudden I'm being paid to pretend to be a vampire. Like, dude, there are worse things. That's like, crazy. Even it, if even if problems do arise, right? Like like smaller issues. <laughs> that's always my go-to in terms so, of so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Going back to being a prostitute. <laughs> when you say go? sorry, when you say you're moving dough, as in like bread, money or like no, no, bread. Or no, you no, like bread. A said bread. <laughs> <laughs> you look what you did. This is people look up to you, man. This I'm is so, one of those people. I am so <laughs> sorry. Like, Jason said he's a prostitute. I'm so sorry that the, he's the talking about pro- bread for his family. Uh, like, you, you like can watch the first episode on this channel. Come on, wait, it, like legit, like bread, bread, lachma, oh, bread wow. language, lachma. Oh my god, so sorry, hundred percent. How do you so say that? How do you say bread in Portuguese? No, how do I say it in my language? Lachma, 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 lachma. Bread. Oh, it's like actual bread. Okay, got it. Yeah, just wanted to make that clear. In Portuguese, it's pão. Pound? I think I like yours more. Lachma. Lachma. That's nice. That's nice. But yeah, no, I used, to sell, you know, I used to sell bread. And, uh, but I just, like, I think it helps having some perspective in terms of, I'm, you know, I'm playing make-believe. Like I said, it's, it's very different than, don't get me, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying it's any of that, but it's not freezing outside. No, for sure. Building a building. Dude, you're in or, Spain. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so sick. Exactly. So, yeah. well, not anymore. Not anymore. Thanks for bringing that up. No, again. you were in Spain. Yeah, <laughs> no, no Better places, dude. Coming soon. Hey. Coming soon, bro. You never know. Straight yeah, up. Man. I believe never it. know. Keep it up. 100%. Boys, we're running into the 90-minute the mark, so uh, any questions from fans can be asked off <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we'll close up the show. Do you want to leave our audience with a last message and tell, tell them where they can find you and connect with you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's the only social media I have at I am Jason Diaz. Perfect. Um, that's really it. I got nothing that I'm allowed to announce just yet. 
Thanks for having me, guys. It's always fun. Thanks for coming. I like this. I like this free form style. Yeah, yeah you know, it's something nice. fun. Something you were I mean, trying. We didn't have the bricks up, but that's fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> get that fixed next time. I'm gonna get it fixed next time, <laughs> guys. If you like this episode, please share it, subscribe, do your duties, and until next time, we're out.